Hello and welcome to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. No, Lonnie Stevenson. Reagan Stockweather. And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. And we're back with the big one, the one you've all been waiting for. Episode 69. Happy episode 69, everybody. Nice. 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 We've made it. Um, I did, uh, in my notes, draw the little sunglasses emoji guy. Perfect. can't see him. Um, I'm actually quitting after this one. Um, (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's do a little recap, and then we will dive right in. Um, So, last session, as the rest of the forces of Marquan used a lot of dynamite to cause a distraction up on the surface, um, the party, along with Alden, swum down to the drill as it was resting on the base of the ocean. They did some reconnaissance and decided to break in through the back door, um, managing to slip through the waterproof membrane, uh, making use of a slide whistle randomly collected from Dr. Retfall's own labs. Weeks ago, uh, managed to unlock the doors and proceeded to fight and lock doors their way through the drill. Um, You triggered the alarm system, but were able to dispatch the constructs that came after you. And along the way, also smashed a lot of the machinery within the drill, rendering it pretty well inoperable. Um, Malachi found a dossier containing some important looking letters and documents and Finn's water elemental friend was left behind to continue smashing some of the machinery in the room immediately preceding the bridge. Um, Upon entering the bridge of the drill, you found a couple of inert but scary looking iron constructs, a lot of control panels, and of course a giant crystal containing the immobilized and unconscious form of the woman that you know to be Dr. Redfall's wife, a powerful sorceress whose magic was becoming increasingly unstable and who was encased in amber shortly before it would have, uh, she would have lost control of it entirely. However, last time you saw her, she looked, you know, less unstable than she looks right now. The crystal is sort of like pulsing with magic. Um, And you can see that it's being used to power this drill. Um, As you were inspecting the room, there was a shimmer in the corridor and Dr. Retval stepped out of thin air. Um, So... That's where we're picking up. Um, Reagan is kind of squatting on the railing of this balcony uh, across from the crystal. Alden and Malachi are down where they were inspecting the crystal, and Finn and the Slod um, are up on the balcony, kind of looking down over the bridge. So, Dr. Redfall steps forward, kind of uh, polishing his glasses and adjusting them um, as he looks around at all of you, but is looking most specifically at Reagan. Um, You notice that his form, his physical form, is sort of like shimmering and multiplying. It's a little bit hard to get a lock on exactly where he's standing. Um, And there's also just kind of like a faint shimmer in the air around him as if other protective spells may already be in use. But he, his demeanor is entirely unconcerned um, as he looks at you and says, Well, I see you've all met my 
lovely wife, uh, Sarabella. I don't believe you've had a reason to meet her yet. Um, oh, we have. <laughs> we just didn't know her name because we couldn't ask. Yeah. She loved to... Int- she did. She always loved to entertain, was a big fan of hosting parties and balls and such, but she was... She was a fan of balls? <laughs> huh? That's what you're saying about your wife? I, I understand that you're uncultured. Boys, boys, let's not let's not antagonize the sociopathic murder wizard, please. Oh, what? You worried he's gonna try to kill us? Mm. I think we've mm. crossed that bridge. For fuck's sake! What if I defected right now? How would that make <laughs> you feel? What if I was just like, no, actually, you know what? I'm uh, puzzled more than anything. I think <laughs> it would be a a productive use of all of that power you wield. No, shut up! I wasn't talking to you. <clears throat> right. Yes. Uh. You, you'll understand, of course, it wounds me that my wife is unable to continue my work alongside me. Um, she understood... Yeah, you seem really torn up over it. She understood how important it was. Um, Malachi, he hasn't said anything that's a lie yet, at least not to him. Um, <laughs> His wife really was a fan of Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but of course you'll understand why I do not intend to let anything stop me from carrying out what she and I started together, what is important work to be finished. Drilling into the Dwarf Kingdom? As a smaller part of a larger plan, perhaps. But uh, with that in mind, what what does bring the four of you here? No, do tell. What's the larger plan? <sighs> um, he steps forward to, like, not not toward Finn and Reagan, but toward the edge of the balcony, so he's sort of resting one hand on the railing. Looking down at Malachi. Finn is crossing his fingers and whispering, yeah, jump, jump, go on, jump. (laughs) (laughs) And he he sort of, he levels his gaze at you and says, so you'd really rather take your chances with that winged maniac who blew up my tower? Surely you of all people know that. Uh, I only know one winged maniac. I point at Reagan. I'm right here. (laughs) Um, He raises an eyebrow and he's like, wings? Now that's new. You've been improving your power. I'm like clenching so hard just to make sure that nothing like errantly pops out. <laughs> I'm like a kid in math class tensing his quad. Uh, surely you, I would expect you of all people, Malachi Kassir, to understand that the, the real threat to these islands is not me or Lithios, but I'm not really, uh, I'm not really interested in justifying myself and my work to you all. I suspect it would fall on deaf ears anyway. I merely wish... Well, it's not going to fall on any other ears, so... Okay. I don't need to uh, make an argument for myself. I already have the ear of the king, and that's what matters. And that's... Can we see it? (laughs) (laughs) Not, like, in my pocket. Oh my god! I'm surprised you didn't get fired if you cut off his ear. <laughs> My god, you uncultured. Uh, <laughs> I think you can tell that he's 
as he talks more, you can tell that he is a little, like, the the calm demeanor is because he was expecting you and knew you were coming, but he does sound irritated that you're here. Um, there's this kind of, like, the, the his, his eyebrows are very drawn together, and the flat affectation of his voice has this, like, distinct undercurrent of, uh, you're derailing him here. Malachi uh, leans casually back against the crystal. Mm-hmm. He, his hand. And fingers his axe. <laughs> yeah, Reagan and Finn can see his hand tighten on the railing a little bit. And Redfall says, so, you've already smashed all of the machinery in this drill. If your goal was simply to disable it so that it could not continue to attack Marquan, congratulations, you've done your job. Thank we can you. part here peacefully to continue this, uh... Not quite. Hannah, can I attack the crystal? You can. Um, I will let you get one attack in, not two attacks, and then we're going to roll initiative. Cool, cool, cool. Does an 18 hit the crystal? It does. Go ahead nice. and uh, make a damage roll. Good. He's whacking the detonator. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to be microwaving tin cans. I'm going to first level divine smite on this hit. Okay. 20 damage. Okay, Malachi, you spin around and in one quick motion, uh, the blade of your axe strikes into this crystal. Immediately, you see cracks start spidering out from where the blade hit, this divine light tracing along where the cracks are spidering out, and immediately meeting this other light, this like dark, sickly orange light that starts pouring out of the crystal. Uh, Retval intakes a sharp breath and says something, something that kind of like starts with, oh, you fools. Um, and that's where we will go ahead and roll initiative. A whole ship of them. <laughs> you might say. Wow, true. I wasn't even thinking oh, of that. Oh, you fuck. 15 for Finn. 18 for Nurgle. And a nine for the slod. Oh, my slod. Rolling with my gorgeous sharp-edged labradorite dice, that is a 14. Rolling with my beautiful Malachi dice that I can't read until I hold it up into the light directly, I did uh, get a six initiative, so. So... The first thing that happens at the top of the round um, is that this orange light that is pouring out from the crystal um, starts to drift almost like it has physical form. Like moving Malachi, you're, you're closest, obviously. So you can see that it's as if the light almost has a texture to it, like a gel or like a very thick fog that just kind of like pours out of the crystal and starts just kind of like expanding around the room. Um, You can see it sort of starting to diffuse into the air and these little beams like pinging out of it. Um, These like very, very small darts of magic that start pinging around the room. Um, I need someone, I'll have Malachi since you're the one who hit it with an ax, to roll me a d6, please. God, it's Lizzie all over again. I know these are smaller beams, don't worry. And they do different things. Rave round two, three. How many raves have we had? Finn sees the beams and is like, oh, I thought we killed the dreamer already. <laughs> Four. Okay. 
um, Alden is standing right next to you, next to this thing. Um, you see that a crack kind of like spiders around the to the other face of the crystal that's closer to him. And he like jumps back and throws up a hand as this beam of light comes shooting toward him. Um, he's going to make a dexterity saving throw with Malachi's aura. Uh, 18 with aura. So... He manages to avoid most of this um, as it kind of like hits his raised up arm. Um, you see that the light turns yellow um, and that this electricity like crackles into the air and diffuses around him. He takes 16 halved because he passed the save and then halved again because of aura of warding. So a total of four lightning damage. <laughs> uh, that is Nurgle's turn. Wow. He's up there on your shoulder, a crab very out of his depth. <laughs> All right, uh, just get ready to give me advantage, Nurgle. Uh, don't know what I'm going to do, but I could use some help with it. He encouragingly pats your cheek. Um, and now it's actually your turn, Finn. Oh, no, oh, I got to decide what I'm going to do, huh? <laughs> uh, well, I guess first things first, let's figure out if this guy's really here. And I'm going to shoot an Eldritch Blast at Retval. Okay. Uh, that's 21, 23, and nat 20, Ooh. which comes to a 30 to hit with my three blasts. Okay. I need to roll for mirror image, so give me a second. We're going to do the first one. First one first. The first one hits a duplicate, but it does hit it and destroy it. So you see you hit one of the like shimmering forms around him, and it dissipates. Um, second one also hits a duplicate, but again, destroys it, it dissipates. Now here's the one. Yep, and this one hits the real guy. Yeah, <laughs> the nat 20. Yeah, the nat 20 hits the real guy. So go ahead and roll your damage. That's 25 force damage. Nice. Okay, you see that it does look like it's less effective on him. It kind of like diffuses around him a bit, um, but it does impact. You see him like take a little bit of a stumble back and this like... Uh, Damn, I was hoping he'd stumble forward off the balcony. <laughs> no, unfortunately he stumbles back away from the balcony. And then I'm going to back away from Retval so that I'm just standing at the top of the stairs. But okay. I'm not going down. Awesome. Um, anything else, Finn? Well, for my bonus action, I'm going to summon a tentacle. Wow. Right next to Retval. It's going to give him a smack. Okay. A spectral wet smack. <laughs> I'm serious. That's a nat 20. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay. I, I have to roll for mirror image again. Hold on, because he's still got one left. Nope. Still hits him. That's an eight on the d20. Wow. This is an auspicious start. <laughs> Not kind of wood. 11 damage from the okay. tentacle. Um, again, doesn't seem to be affecting him quite as much. There's some sort of some sort of protective magic that is deflecting some of this. Don't worry, everyone. This guy's actually pretty easy to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. Um, now it is Dr. Retfall's turn. Um, he sort of shakes off, straightens, straightens himself up um, and kind of brushes off some of the like uh, arcane residue left over from Finn's magic, which somehow there's like drops of water um, from where he got hit by the tentacle. <laughs> it's very viscous. Mm. Gross. Um, and he looks, he looks grossed out by it. Um, but he straightens himself up and says... Yes, I don't know how else I expected this to go. Um, he pulls a shard 
of like a black gemstone out of his pocket. This, this smaller crystal. And you can see that the tip of it comes to this very, very fine, sharp point. He holds it up and he pricks the tip of his pointer finger on the crystal. Enough that you, Reagan, you're the one who's closest at this point. You see this single bead of blood kind of come out of his finger and get absorbed into the crystal. And then he holds the crystal out and just crushes it in his fist. And as he does, this sphere of darkness drops down into the main area of this bridge. Fucking freak. Hi, you idiot. You just broke your crystal. He is, he is dropping it directly over the crystal. Um, he is going to place it so that it doesn't hit himself, Finn, the slod, or the construct that's closer to the stairs, but he will place it so that it just barely catches Reagan at the edge of the balcony in like the outskirts of this, of this huge sphere. Catches Malachi, Alden, the crystal, and the other construct. So, um, as soon as this drops over you, um, those of you who are caught within it hear everything go silent. You can't mm. hear anything. You can't see anything. It's like a bag dropped over your head. And, and it's totally, there's no sound within it. I throw my arm out to feel Alden. You throw your arm out. You, you manage to grab his arm. But there is no no sound, no sight. Um, nothing else happens immediately, though. You are kind of like trapped in it and can sort of like feel, you can feel it like crushing down on you, um, but you do not yet take any damage from it. Okay, um, then he's going to, let's see. He will, he, he doesn't have a lot of good spaces to go. Um, so small, small adjustment before he, casts this spell he moves along the like the back wall of this room sticking close to the wall that has the door you guys entered in through it basically like running into the slod's threatened area and then like stopping right next to it but then what that lets him do is include the slod in his sphere without including himself he moves himself out so that he finn is still not in it and one of the constructs is still not in it but the slod is now caught in it along with the rest of you Okay, Reagan, that is your turn. Fuck. At the top of your turn, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Fuck, and I'm not an aura. Nope. No. But don't worry, I am proficient in these. But I did roll a two. Oh. Um, so that's an eight. Okay. The dice are telling a story. Reagan is understandably terrified right now. This is awful. <laughs> this is bringing back a lot of terrible, paralyzing memories. Reagan, you are perched atop this railing, um, you see Retval kind of like moves, moves past you, keeping his eyes on you, staying just outside of where you'd be able to hit him, um, casts this spell and you feel this blackness just drop over you and this sensation of being crushed. You take 50, five zero force damage. Oh. At the top of your turn. For sure. <laughs> Very cool. Um, do I fall to the ground or do I fall onto like the railing, like the balcony side of? You the don't railing? actually. You don't actually fall anywhere. You're being cr- unless you're unconscious. I'm not. Yeah, you're being crushed, but not that crushed. Um, and you are like right on the edge of this sphere. So if you'd like to use your movement to get out of the sphere, you can. 
Yeah, I'll do that. I'll exit the sphere. You, as, as you feel yourself being crushed, you kind of topple back off the balcony or topple back off the railing and land on the balcony and scramble back a few steps, like five feet of movement, um, and pull yourself out of this sphere into the light again. Uh, Finn, you see Reagan uh, pull himself out of this darkness, looking just like, like the life has been sucked out of him. Like his cheeks are suddenly hollow and he's pale and it's very- uh, Oh, oh, is it is it bad in there? <laughs> it's bad in there. It's real fucking- okay, Right, yeah, because I was thinking it would probably, it was probably a bad thing that he was doing for us. <laughs> you know, that just see, that seemed likely to me. Good to have it confirmed though. Finn, if we survive this, we're going to have a talk about appropriate times for, for banter. Talking's a free action, Reagan. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Um, okay. So I have 15 HP. Uh-huh. Congrats. And I am out of the darkness. It is difficult terrain. So you do have to use 10 movement to get out of it. Okay. Am I able to see Retval? Oh, Yeah. And he's like 10 feet away from you, 15 feet away from you. He, once once you topple out of the sphere, he's basically right there. Great. I'm going to bonus action rage. Uh-huh. I'm going to spend two sorcery points to make it an arcane rage. Beautiful. And then uh, out of character, Hannah, can you remind me how mirror image works? So how it works is that he has like one duplicate of him that's kind of hard to see. So anytime that you make an attack roll... I roll a d20, and if I roll an 11 or above, you hit the duplicate. If I roll below that, you hit him. Um, so basically, you have a 50-50 shot of hitting him or hitting his duplicate. And once you hit the duplicate, you destroy it. Okay. Area of effect things don't, mirror image doesn't factor at all. It's only targeted attacks. Okay. And he is really just some guy, isn't he? Looks like it. He's taking the, the times that Finn has hit him. He's a pretty strong guy, but like Finn has hit him for sure. So yes, so I enter my arcane rage. And Hannah, I would like to think that like, can he tell that there's something different about this rage? Um, I don't know how closely you're looking as you bear down on him, but there is a like, so for, for one thing, you've got the baby dragons, which are new. Um, mm. They like take off around you and are, are circling, circling your head, but sort of turn all of their attention toward Retval as you charge toward him. And there is a, like, your arcane rage, you've never done one before. As you do, as you sort of um, channel the force of being a sorcerer and the force of your magic along with and enhanced by the force of your anger, you do have these, like, these sparks of electricity running down your arms, all the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. And Finn, you can see that Reagan is like glowing faintly. Um, like his eyes are glowing a little. There's like light uh, just sort of like around him. He's bioluminescent. Finally! And you see that, <laughs> that Red Ball's eyes do widen a little bit um, as you've clearly learned some new tricks. Hmm. I don't want to charge him. I want to very slowly and deliberately walk up to him. Okay. You take your time. All within the space of six seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a de- I mean, I'm it's a deliberate three second walk. Uh-huh. Power walk. And uh, I adjust my brass knuckles on one hand and I'm just gonna cold cock him. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Go ahead and roll an attack roll. 
It's a 21 to hit. Yes. You swing, and as you do, you see this sort of, like, flickering of his form as him and this one duplicate that he still has left are sort of, like, moving around, switching places slightly. It's like having double vision. Um, You move by instinct and feeling rather than by sight, um, and you feel your fist connect with a real chin. Um, Go ahead and roll roll damage. Very cool. Uh, that's just gonna be a nice, a nice crisp six damage. Okay. <laughs> does he take it all? <laughs> he unfortunately does not. Um, you see that this too, he seems to be resistant to, but this seems different. Like the arcane magic you see just kind of like diffuses off of him. Like magic, he's worked with magic so much that it can't hurt him anymore. Um, this seems different, but you don't have enough information yet to figure out what's going on. Okay. So he takes... That damage, um, sort of like coughs a little, strangely delicately, and is like, this seems uncivilized. I spit on his face. Even more uncivilized. Yeah, I don't place much stock in your concept of civil, so uh, <clears throat> let's fucking go then. And my babies swarm. Oh my god. Yeah, all these little dragons just kind of like bearing down on him. Uh... Okay. Um, In the darkness, Malachi turns to Alden and he's like, is there, is, is like, is nothing happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> he can't even hear you. Yeah, the, your sound gets swallowed up even though you know he's only a couple feet away. Malachi takes that as a yes. Okay. This is uh, Alden's turn. So he also has to make a constitution save top of his turn. Although he benefits from aura. Yikes. Ugh. Proficiency in constitution, but rolled a three. So that gets him to a total of 13, which does not save. So he takes um, what would be a total of 49 force damage, but gets halved because of aura of warding. So only takes 24. Win. He's sort of like, Malachi, you feel, so you, you like grabbed his arm. You feel him like tug his arm free and then like, tug your arm in a direction that's clearly indicating where he's going. Um, And then he just kind of disappears from where you can tell where he is, Malachi. Um, Finn and Reagan, you see him like stumble out of the sphere of darkness um, next to the stairs. He runs runs that way. I realize that he's holding Malachi's hand and I choke back a tear. (laughs) You couldn't see any of that. We were in the darkness. (laughs) Doesn't count. The difficult terrain is enough that he can't get up to Retval, um, but he has the arcade cannon that you gave him in last episode. <laughs> I was about to say he throws a dagger, and then I was like, no, last time we recorded, I remember him getting handed something, and I've just yeah, remembered what it was. Maybe. My god. Um, yeah, he takes two shots with this gun. Um, so <laughs> the, um, the first one will hit unless he hits a duplicate. Hold on one second. Um, does not hit the duplicate. Hits Retfall for real. Um, shoots him for... 16 damage, which gets halved. Nice. And then it gets a second shot. He's got two attacks. This one does not hit, unfortunately. Uh. So the second the second shot kind of goes wide, but Alden's like, Man, I don't know how I feel about using this ethically, but... It is effective. Hey, your power went into it. You can use it as much as you want. <laughs> All right, that is, that's the slot's turn. Andy, if I could kindly have a constitution save for your slot. Oh, God. 
god, no. god, he's in the thing. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, he got a he got a nat one. Oh, oh look away, buddy! Look away, women and children! It's a slaughter. So that comes to a three. Okay, um, I don't know how many hit points he has, but he takes forty-two force damage. He's okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so the slot is still up. <laughs> yeah, he's up with eight hit points remaining. King. <laughs> Uh, and so he's like right next to Retval right now, right? Yeah, he's he's in melee with Retval currently. He's just on the other side of a uh, you know <laughs> darkness field. All right. So Finn shouts out, "Come on, follow the sound of my voice." Huh? Can't hear you. Uh, and walks out of the dark sphere uh, and just steps right up to Retval. And I'm picturing it like a funny bar fight in a movie where he just got punched by Reagan. And then the slod walks up, taps Retval on the shoulder, and punches him too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So he's making a claw attack. Cool. The slod can't hear you while he's still in the sphere, but I will oh, say yeah. his, his own self-preservation instincts are enough to get him out of the sphere, and then you can give him instructions. Finn thinks that he helped get him out of the sphere. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets two attacks. That's a 19 and a 16 to hit. Okay, let me see. So the first one, the 19, hits the duplicate oh. and dispels it. So the second one would hit Retval, but a 16, unfortunately, does not hit. Ah, all right. Well, so it goes. <laughs> so it punches, dispels the last duplicate, gets rid of mirror image. Now it's just Retval. But then the second punch does not connect. Yeah, all right, perfect. Just do that again next time. <laughs> oh, and also he regains some hit points because he's a regenerating aberration. Wow. Um, That is the first of these uh, iron statues gets to go. Um... This is the one that's under the sphere. So he needs to make a constitution save. He is not exempt from this. Friendly fire. Crits on his con save. Oh, Good bitch. job, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. And I rolled low, too. So half of 35 only takes 17. But I genuinely don't know if he can get himself out of the sphere on this turn. Um... So you guys actually, none of you have any idea what happens because he is, this this construct is fully subsumed within the sphere. No one can see or hear it. So presumably something happens. No attacks are made. Um, that's that turn. Um, Malachi, it is now your turn. Um, so I have to make a con save? Yes. For, first and foremost, give me a con save. 15. 15 does not save, so you take you would take the whole 39, but due to your aura, you take half of it, so 19. All right, I go in the direction of Alden. Okay, you have to use 20 feet of movement because it's difficult terrain. So I leave the darkness, and the second construct is the one by the stairs, and that hasn't moved yet? The second construct is the one by the stairs and hasn't moved yet, correct. Does it appear to be, you know, alert? Uh, it looks active. It looks like it's about okay. to be moving. It just hasn't done so. And can I get up the stairs? 
you you do not have the movement to get up the stairs. You won't because you only have by the time you get out of the sphere, you only have ten feet of movement left. So you could get halfway up the stairs with the movement you have left. Can I get within 10 feet of Finn and Alden simultaneously? Yeah, if you're halfway up the stairs, I will say that Finn is on the edge of one side and Alden's on the edge of the other side. That I think that works. Cool. I would like to do that so that I can keep those guys in my aura for now. Okay. What about your action? <laughs> um, Can I reach the construct for my position on the stairs? I, I will allow you to make attacks with disadvantage because of the weird angle, because you're halfway up the stairs and it's kind of next to them. 18 to hit the construct. Hits. Okay. 11 damage to the construct. Okay. You do see it does, it takes the full damage. Your your axe slices across its metal uh, plating. Well, since I can't go anywhere further, I will take another attack at the construct. Okay. Does a 16 hit the construct? No, a 16 does not hit, unfortunately. It's these metal plates. Well, now I know. Yeah. Um, okay. Um... The the construct that you were just hitting, the one that's standing at the bottom of the stairs, just sort of swivels um, so that it is facing you, Malachi, where you're standing on the stairs, sort of swinging down with your axe at the top of its head. Just trying to crack it like a watermelon. Bo- yeah, both of your strikes kind of sliced across its cheeks, essentially. It turns and its its metal head sort of like jerks up to look at you. And you see that its eyes are this like deep glowing yellow, um, like this, this hollow light. Um, and as you stare at it, you start to feel this like pervasive heaviness on you. And Finn and Alden feel this as well. All three of you are close enough to kind of feel this like, like your limbs are turning to molasses. I need... Wisdom saving throws. 19. 12. Yikes. Okay. Um, Finn passes. Alden and Malachi both fail. Um, You are now functionally slowed. Um, A target can't use reactions. Its speed is halved and it can't make more than one attack on its turn. (gasps) In addition, the target can take either an action or a bonus action on its turn, not both. Oh my fucking God. It's, it starts at its eyes, and Malachi, since you're making eye contact with it, you can see it most clearly, but it's just this this heavy thickness over this entire area. Okay. Cool. Back to the top. Um, so no one can see the crystal right now, uh, but all, all of you at this point are, are standing on the outside of this dark sphere that it's just it's like there's a black hole in the room with you like you can feel especially those of you who are standing right outside of it can like feel the gravitational pull of it not strong enough to actually you know pull you in but you're having to like keep your feet very firmly planted as this is just like this this hollow well of magic however the energy of the crystal somewhere in there is still uh pulsing um, can someone please roll a d6 for me? Two. Oof. Okay. Uh, Finn, would you kindly roll a d8 for me? Ah! Hmm. Seven. Okay. Um, Finn, this dark sphere is, like, right up next to you, but this little bit of light somehow escapes it, and this, this tiny ball of light just comes pinging right toward your forehead, um, and the second before it hits you, you see it turn purple. Please, uh, make a dexterity saving throw for me. You are an aura. 24. 
cool, nothing happens. Um, the It hits your forehead and for a second, your whole vision is like this field of stars and you can't see anything. Oh. Um, but you blink really fast and manage to clear your eyes of it um, rather than it sticking around. Oh man, that was cool. How do I get it back? <laughs> um, that is uh, Nurkrab's turn. King. Uh, I grab onto Nurkrab to keep him from getting sucked into the black hole. And I say, all right, just uh, get ready to help me, okay? He scuttles. Um, Finn, that's that's you. Okay. Uh, I am going to fix my eyes on Retval and try out a little something new. Because, I, you know, I've been feeling a little more powerful ever since I got my trident, talked to my dad. Uh, I'm going to use my Mystic Arcanum, my once-a-day extra spell, to cast Mental Prison on Retval. Ooh! <laughs> Okay. So I point a hand at him and some of the jewels on my trident, which is still on my back, uh, suddenly glow at the same time that my eyes do. And I say, so, Retval, your wife's a fan of balls, but I hear you're a pretty big fan of prisons, huh? Um, so he uh, has been kind of concerned with Reagan, but... In this moment, he he's definitely, he's still keeping an eye on all of you. He's acutely aware of Malachi starting to come Don't up the stairs it. and Don't Finn kind it, of right behind him. Um, as you, you raise your hand and start to cast this spell, he's going to attempt a counter spell. Ah! Um, he's only casting it at third level, so he does have to roll for this. And this is a sixth level spell. Okay, so DC 16. So he needs to roll an 11 or higher. Yeah, he rolls a 15. So ah! that's a total of 20. So you see, Finn, as you you start to cast this, um, his hand just comes up and snaps the spell as as it starts to leave your hand. It just sort of splinters in midair. Oh, I, okay. I've dealt with much fancier tricks than that. All right. From who? Your wife? <laughs> <laughs> Glad that did it for you, Andy. I bet it did it for Red Ball, too. <laughs> Well, maybe not if he's just letting her be trapped in a crystal. All right, well, then let's try something not so fancy. And my tentacle slaps him. <laughs> Great. Uh, 11 to hit. No. That's a, another nat one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I whispered to Nurgle. Boy, and I was doing so well, too, you know? Nurgle clicks his claws. I mean, come on. I mean, he had to counterspell. He couldn't even use a legendary resistance. He would have taken half damage then, at least, you know? Oh, God. Yeah, sorry. Sometimes you're a wizard. Okay. Um... Okay, that is Retval's turn. I think, so after after counterspelling you, Finn, he kind of like keeps his eyes on you for a second and says like, you know, I am aware that the High Priestess never returned from her journey to the Aberrant Sea. I meant to congratulate you all on that. Um, I'm a, she was meddling with- Oh, no loyalty. I, she was meddling with deep sea gods. I'm not sure what she expected to happen. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, this guy gets it. I have nothing. You've been meddling with the rest. I have nothing but respect for the lurker in the deep. Really? Um. Wow. Malachi, that's a lie. That like immediately yes. sets off your, the first bald faced lie he's told. Finn, don't listen to him. <gasps> oh. Well, all right then. Um, I suppose <laughs> if we can't, if we can't work this out peaceably, um, he raises up. What would that look like? You could walk away. I'm still perfectly willing to let you walk away. That's not working it out. Working it out as far as I'm concerned. Everybody walking away. Um, you could kill yourself. 
That is a, you cannot possibly think. He, he cuts himself off. Can I have your jacket? He cuts himself off like mid mid rebuttal um, to instead just raise up a small uh, glass like a glass rod. How many of these fucking shards do you have? And then he sort of like flicks his fingers and you can see that it's this glass rod and then attached to it are these like three little silver rods. Uh-oh. And as he sort of spins it in his fingers, this bolt of lightning uh, leaps out of the top of it directly to Finn and then from Finn bouncing off to Reagan, Malachi, Alden, and the slot. He's going to upcast it to hit the slot as well. No. The good news is we'll all have resistance to lightning damage in this situation. Oh, true, because everybody, well, not the slot. Oh. <laughs> Unless the slot has lightning resistance uh, automatically. Um, I need uh, dexterity saving throws from all of you. 22. Eight. <laughs> Nine for me and seven for the slot. Oh, no, the slot. Okay. He got one good hit in. He didn't even. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Alden manages to just barely pass. Nice. Good. But everybody, uh, the slot, Reagan, and Finn fail, um, taking the full 39. <laughs> 39 <laughs> damage. Halved for Finn because it is spell damage. Not halved for Reagan, so I'm- Is it not halved because it's lightning? Oh, true. Yes, halved because it's lightning. So 19. <laughs> I'm still down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the people who saved take half of 19 from being Wait, an aura. Wait, I so. should have had advantage on that save. Oh. Sorry, I forgot about my danger sense again. Roll again. <laughs> so dirty 20. Okay, that does pass, but half of half of this is still nine damage. He's still up. Yeah, I'm still up. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had eight left. Ooh. The slot had eight left. Oh, the slot has eight left, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> the slot is out. <laughs> I don't know if it goes unconscious. I think probably it just dies. I think the slot is the only one taking full damage. <laughs> the slot gets zapped and it just vanishes, and there's just like a spot of soot on the floor in its place. <laughs> no! no! <laughs> <laughs> on another, on a distant plane, blah, blah, uh, reappears, um, <laughs> scratching his head, talking to the other slots. You guys would not believe the day I just had. <laughs> okay. That's Retval's turn. Um, he looks a little pissed that Reagan doesn't go down. Um, that's it. That will be that. That's Reagan's turn. Hmm. Much to think about. Um. Incidentally, I also just want to make sure we're tracking that because my babies are hindering. Uh, he does have dis on attack rolls on everybody except me, and if he hits anybody else they have resistance. I was not, that's good to know. The issue is he does a lot of- Magic, yeah, no, I know, I know. Spells, but thank you for the, cause I was not remembering that. Um, <clears throat> so I've just cold cocked him, spat in his face. Mm -hmm. I am barely standing. <laughs> <laughs> um, first and foremost, I am going to swing at him with my hammer, two-handed. Okay. Nat 20, baby. I crit. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, that ends up as like 14 damage. Okay. I'm going to expend a superiority die on that as well. And I'm going to hit my menacing attack. Oh. 
Uh, that's an additional five damage as well, so 19. Okay. Uh, and I need a wisdom save, which I'm assuming he's gonna pass, but. Hmm. He actually only gets an 11. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. He's frightened of me. Yeah. He is mechanically frightened of me. Okay. And then I'm going to use two sorcery points to quicken spell a lightning bolt. Gorgeous, yeah. For sure. God, what's that? A dexterity save? Yes, please. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> no, fails Fails the dexterity save. Very cool. Um, 25 lightning damage. Okay. So yeah, so I swing at him with this hammer, just give him a good proper slam with that, and then just lightning just explodes out of it. Cool. So, Reagan, you, you swing your hammer and it, cracks. You hear the crack of it hitting his like clavicle. His pathetic little wizard armor. You see his his eyes get wide um as as you are now up in melee with him with this furious look on your face. The lightning, the dragons around you just crackling with magic. You see he he takes sort of half a step back but manages to hold on to um his spell but then you blast him with this lightning that goes just directly he's still a little off balance from the hammer hit he can't dodge it so it just goes straight through him his arcane defenses deflect some of it but um you see he wasn't expecting this second hit on top of the first one um and he loses concentration on the darkness sphere yes so you all watch it uh dissipate, um, revealing the crystal, um, which is now like covered in cracks um, and just like leaking this sickly orange light all over the room. How does the other construct look? Uh, the other construct looks a little bit injured from being in the sphere and is kind of right next to the crystal. Like it was clearly charging mm. toward where it last saw Malachi and Alden before everything went dark. Uh, the one other thing, Malachi, you're in the right position to notice at this point, when Redfall takes the hit from the hammer, um, you see the, like, the light in the construct's eyes dim a little bit, um, and can sort of put together that it, it doesn't happen with the lightning, but it sort of looks like perhaps some of the damage is being transferred over to the constructs from melee hits, or from non-magic hits. Yeah. Uh, Reagan, Redfall sort of like stumbles and looks up at you and like bares his teeth, looking certainly the, the least composed you've seen him in this fight. And he he points down at the crystal and he says, You should let that be a cautionary tale. This this is exactly what I was trying to save you from. This sort of magic doesn't belong in a person. It belongs where it can be properly controlled. You're just, you're just letting it go wild everywhere. Kind of seems like it's just going at you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're jealous, little wizard schoolboy. No, I wouldn't be. Magic is cringe and bad, says the guy who devoted his whole life to the study of magic. Okay, anything else, Reagan? No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna spit out a little bit of blood and shake my head and keep advancing. Awesome. Okay, um, that is Alden's turn. I'm so sad about him being slowed. Oh, gee, who, how could we have avoided this? Who's in charge of that? <laughs> I know, <laughs> so sad. Um, slowed, but not slawed. 
<laughs> Slod but not forgotten. It's too soon. <laughs> um, he will still uh, move up the stairs. And I think he can get past Malachi. So he's sort of standing in between Malachi and Finn on the stairs now. The stairs have gotten very crowded. <laughs> They're about to break up into a barbershop quartet. Um, as, as he comes up the stairs, Retval looks over at him and is like, I have to say, I'm sort of, he sort of regains, you can see he's, he lost ground with Reagan a little bit. And you can sort of see him like pull himself together and kind of try and regain his, uh, I don't know, awful condescendingness <laughs> with Alden. Um, oh, and he's like... I have to say, I'm surprised to see you again, 247. I remember you being significantly more fearful. Um, Alden just raises the gun and goes, yeah, I didn't come here to fucking talk. And shoots. <laughs> um, <laughs> and hits. Oh, God. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to roll for my boner real quick. <laughs> Malachi feels a weird little flutter in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A love triangle on ship of fools. We're at half mass, baby. <laughs> Um, dealing, let's see, um, 13 arcane damage. Um, Redfall is starting to look injured. Oh, um, I haven't even gotten up there yet. <laughs> um, the wizards can't heal themselves, can they? Um, I'm sure he has a Gatorade on him. The Iron Guardian, let's see. God, the stairs are about to get really crowded. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just going to charge to the bottom of the stairs. Um, on this turn, he can get in melee with Malachi. Um, so it is going to take two slam attacks on you with these giant iron fists. Um, 16 and a 19? 19's my AC. Okay. Only 12 bludgeoning damage from this iron fist slamming into you. Um, and the other one misses. It clangs against the wall above your head. Malachi takes it and his gaze does not leave Rutfall. <laughs> okay, Malachi, that is your turn. So how far away at this point is Rutfall? You can get to him. He's like 15 feet away from you. It's very crowded, um, but you can push past your friends and get to him. The trouble is you will take opportunity attacks from both of the constructs at this point. There's one that's on the stairs and then there's the one that's right next to you, next to the stairs. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get in melee with Redfall. I'd fuck it, I don't care. Okay. Two attacks of opportunity. Um, one misses, one hits. So that's 18 bludgeoning damage. Okay, so if I'm in melee with Retval, that means I'm also close enough to get to Reagan? Um, yes. You can sort of shimmy around to the... Ba you, you take the spot that the Slod was standing in before he got vaporized. How um, dare you stand there? <laughs> in melee with both Retval and Reagan. Okay. Oh, hold on. Alden needs to make a wisdom save against Slow at the end of his turn. Almost forgot about that. Oh! Go bestie. He passes. Go bestie. Oh. Um, so he manages to shake off the sluggishness at the end of his turn. I'm trying to calculate who's most likely to be able to take another hit. Well, it sure as shit ain't me. <laughs> right. And in the past, Reagan has not demonstrated a reliable ability to know when to drink his potions. So I think Malachi's going to lay on hands Reagan for this action. Cool. For how much? Let's go with 30. <laughs> and I am in Mage Slayer distance of Redfall now. Uh-huh. So I have to make another wisdom save? Yes, you do. Does an 18 pass? Yes, it does. Oh, thank <laughs> God. Yeah, you, you manage to break out of the slow as well and can move again as normal. Okay, that is the second Construct's turn. Um, 
it can hit Alden from his position at the top of the stairs because he hasn't actually made it all the way up yet. So it's going to try to do that. Ooh. Um, both hit. Um, fairly low damage rolls for me, but still comes to a total of 28 damage. God. So he's still, he's still up. Um, times like these, I wish we had a cleric. Um, cool. Top of the round. Um, the crystal, the cracks on the crystal spread even more. You can see now that it is just like covered in this spider web of cracks to the point that you can barely see the sorcerer inside. Um, I need someone to roll a d6 for me, please. Six. Nice. Um, you see the tiny ball of light comes pinging out and flies in the direction of Dr. Retball. <laughs> yes. And actually, as it does, it sort of like splits. Um, so he actually gets hit by two because that's <laughs> the way this works. Hey, honey. Yeah. You miss me? Uh, sorry. Sorry, Hannah. You say so there, there's there's two little balls flying at him. I'm going to kill you. Would it be accurate to say a pair of balls? This is my serious climactic fight. Oh, but I'm no. sorry. Are you climaxing balls? Right. Your balls are climaxing? The climax hasn't come Yeah, I, I walked into that one. Um, he passes the dexterity save on the first one and fails the dexterity save on the second one, walking right into it. Ah, idiot. So takes. He sees the two balls flying at him and he thinks, ah, oh, it's still her in there. <laughs> Man, she used to love those things. I'm not dignifying any of this with the response. <laughs> okay, so you see the first one turns green and the second one turns orange. Um, he takes a total of uh, 22 damage from nice. those after his, like, after he resists it. Oh, wow. Wow. My calculations say this puts him at 69 damage. I don't know if it's true, but nice. 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 Um, awesome. Not for him, though. All right, uh, that's Nurkrab. You know the drill. <laughs> what if, just putting this out there, you know how there's, like, wires plugged into the top of the crystal? Oh. Yeah, you're picking up what I'm putting down, Andrew. You just remembered somebody has little scissor hands. Yeah, could I toss Nurkrab at those... <laughs> wires and he could snip them with his claws do they look thin enough for that to work oh um he's a pretty talented crab i would let <laughs> work you a slide whistle almost i think so i do think you're gonna need to make a, a dexterity check which i'll let you do for free to toss him because he can't fly there himself um so he might just fall uselessly to the floor and then it's he's not gonna be able to just like snip he's gonna need to spend a little bit scissoring through them but okay 22 on the decks. Wow, okay, yeah. So you, Finn just like elegantly tosses uh, a beautiful underhand. Um, Nurkrab uh, soars through the air and lands deftly on top of the crystal, scurries his way up and starts, starts working it, hammering through the wires. Oh boy. Just do whatever feels right. Make it art. Red Falcos really was planning to have killed him with an AOE by this point in the battle, but... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you keep losing focus, man. Yeah, there was a slod. I didn't know what to... Um... We're right here. All right. <laughs> that That's Finn's turn, then. Okay. Could I cast Cone of Cold on him without hitting Reagan and Malachi? Yeah, you're, you're close enough that, like, if you step basically right up into melee with him, which you practically already are, then you can just hit him with the edge of it and not hit Reagan and Malachi because they're both standing on the same side. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. I step up 
and just blast him with this big burst of ice cold water. And he needs to make a constitution save. He will. Mmm. He gets a 17? Not good enough. Nice. I did not roll that impressively, but uh, he takes 22 cold damage. Okay, cool. You unleash this torrent of marine ice from your hands. Can I walk up and wait till it looks like he's about to say something and then blast it so a little bit gets in his (laughs) mouth? (laughs) You see, you you walk up and he starts to clearly about to say something else about the lurker and uh, just like a fire hose right in his face. (laughs) Okay. And a tentacle right in his face, too. Great. Yeah. Awesome. 21 to hit. Uh, hits. One damage. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Not the best uh, damage rolls this turn, but hey. Hey, every little bit counts. Okay. The tentacle gingerly wipes the water off of his face, <laughs> dealing one damage in the process. Um, Retfall kind of wipes the crust of ice from his face, although it's still clinging to his clothes, which are also scorched with lightning. And wow, you look very uncivilized. Yeah, he, he, he does, not, does not look his best at the moment, but he sort of, he straightens up and he looks around at the three of you, because all of you are now basically standing right in his face and Alden is only a couple steps behind. Um, you see him look past you to the crystal where it's cracking and falling apart. And you can practically see the like calculations happening behind his eyes of like, what, what's the smart play here? What, what do I need to do to accomplish my goals? Um, but then you see him like look back at Reagan and this like, there's this this shadow of real anger and frustration on his face, um, kind of almost eclipsing the the calculations running in his head. And he, he looks at you and he goes, I want you to know this is a tremendous waste of power and potential and never the way I wanted this to go. But I am not so stubborn that I can't admit when I'm looking at a lost cause. He snaps his fingers and he... He says something. And Reagan, you in this moment, the whole world like narrows down into a tunnel that is just you and Dr. Retfall and the glint of light off his glasses. And you you're listening for what the next word out of his mouth is going to be, but it's like it's like you never hear it. It it never reaches your ears. Instead, there's just this rushing noise. Just this rushing noise and then nothing. Finn and Malachi, you watch as Reagan just drops to the ground beside you, right beside the two of you. And you've seen him go unconscious before. It happens quite a bit, but you're looking for that telltale rapid rise and fall of his chest, but you don't see it. There is just a flatness. Um... Dr. Retfall casts power word kill and Reagan is dead <laughs> on the floor <laughs> beside you. Okay, I do take an opportunity attack at Retfall because he did just cast the spell. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, Your mage slayer attack triggers. Uh, that is a 26 to hit. Yep, hits. <laughs> 
All right, I am third level divine smiting this bitch. Sure. Hannah, does Alden let out a broken scream of fury and loss? I'll tell you as soon as uh, when Malachi finishes. <laughs> I'll get to you in a minute. 38 damage. Awesome. Um, he he says the power word killed a Reagan, and Malachi instantly whips his axe into the side of his neck. Yeah, just like lightning fast as soon as he's like before the spell has even really finished, before he's finished saying this, Malachi's axe swings around and buries itself in his flesh and there's this burst of radiant light. Um, behind you, Reagan and Finn, you guys hear Alden, he doesn't yell, he just like kind of quietly is like, no! And you see his, his hands like clench on the gun that he's holding um yeah uh dr redfall just sort of like he he it's almost like he doesn't notice getting hit with an axe he's oh, just smiling with this like smug furious smile down at reagan's corpse on the ground um and it's your turn now reagan so let me tell you um you you hear this word or rather don't hear it um and all at once you find yourself standing on the deck of a ship um you are standing behind the wheel you like you glance around um there's no one else on this ship with you it's just empty it's just you and your hand on the wheel um the ship looks, it looks a little bit like matte black. It's a similar, similar uh, shape, um, similar of, of some, some of the things, especially that you guys did to make the ship your own. Um, but it also, at the same moment, layered over it like a dream, reminds you of the first ship you ever set foot on. The first one that you, that you talked your way onto when you were 11, claiming to be older than you were, and saying that you just, that you could work, that you were a quick learner, that you just needed a ride. Um, and you are standing with your hand on the wheel. The ship is very slowly gliding forward across this, this, not a totally placid sea, but a calm sea, waves kind of gently rocking under you. You can see in the distance in front of you, no sign of land, but a thunderhead building up in the direction that you're sailing. And you are just there with your hand on the wheel. What the fuck? Um, that's your turn. <laughs> um, oh, Reagan, Reagan, Reagan. Finn is like poking at Reagan with a stick. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you doing? Hey, Reagan. Focus, Finn. Are my corpse eyes open? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they were, like, a second ago they were sparking with lightning, and now they're just, like, dead. And the, the baby dragons vanished in an instant as Reagan fell. Uh, that is Alden's turn. Um, Alden is going to, so first, he's going to drink the potion that he has on Good. him. Thank you. Um, Christ. All right, I rolled very low, so he only regains nine hit points. Should have just used Jesus his second Christ. win. Um, say lovey. Uh, he drops the gun, draws his sword, takes two steps forward, and he's going to make two attacks against Redfall. Makes his first attack, he's going to make a trip attack and try to knock Redfall prone. Um, so that is, that hits. Doing eight damage. So, 
Alden steps up, swings with his sword, and at the same time makes a sweep with his feet and manages to knock Dr. Redfall on his ass. Yeah. Um, ah. So he's going to take... Alden will take his second attack with advantage. Does he let out a pathetic little oof sound? Um, yeah, the wind gets nice. knocked out of him a bit. He makes a little squeaky toy noise. Second attack <laughs> hits, deals an additional 13 damage. Um, and then um, Alden's going to use his action search and attack two more times. Um, also hits for another 13 damage. And then... The last attack, he will make it a distracting, distracting strike. Um, wow, and hits again. I was hoping he'd crit on one of these, but that's fine. Um, Retfall takes eight more damage, and whoever attacks him next has advantage. Um, okay, that's Alden's turn. How does Retfall look at this point, by the way? With his eyes. He looks pretty injured. Again, a lot of this damage that has been dealt has either been deflected or has gone into these constructs, which you can see, they haven't been hit themselves very much at all, but you can see just from the damage that they're taking from Retfall that they're starting to look a little bit unsteady. Nice. Although neither of them are bloodied yet. But Redfall himself looks, like, pretty injured, um, which is part of why he, he at the end of Alden's turn, is going to take a villain action. Oh, my God. <laughs> which is, uh, he is not, he hasn't taken any yet, this fight, mostly because there was a dark star covering the entire uh, part of the room. Um, he is going to uh, teleport. Um down to the crystal, basically, and like to the far side of it um, from where all of you are, but to the far side of it. And you can see he's like looking up at it, sort of holding up his hands as if he's trying to figure out if anything can be done to stabilize it. But the cracks are numerous and spreading quickly. Um, but it's not his turn, so he just gets down there and can't actually do anything. Um, okay, the constructs. Um, one of them is going to uh, stumble up the stairs and attack Alden. Okay. Only one hits. So he takes 12 damage. So he is oh. still up. Um, so Malachi, that's your turn. How far away is Redfall? He's like, his teleport let him go 30 feet. So he's 30 feet from you. Maybe more like 25 because of the way you were standing and a level down. Malachi, can, can you fix him? Can you heal him? I'm not going to bring him up just for him to be killed again. I misty step towards Retfall. What? Cool. Because now I'm pissed off and I am in fighting mode. So I am not dealing with Reagan being dead right now. Okay. Okay. If you die, neither of us can bring you back. Very good at compartmentalizing. Um, yeah. So I misty step over to him and uh, yeah, I attack him. 21. Hits. 17 damage on the first hit. Okay. And yeah, I'm going to attack again. Okay. But I don't have advantage on the second attack. It was just the first one. Yep. Okay. 21 again. Hits again. All right. This time I am going to smite him again. 34 damage. Awesome. Um, okay. Um, however, one of the one of the constructs goes bloodied. <laughs> You're not up there to see it, but the one the one that's Good. at the top of the stairs and that just attacked Alden gets bloodied by this as the damage leeches over from Retval into it. Um, yeah, okay. Um, you teleport down and swing your axe at him twice before he even has the chance to notice that I'm there. Yeah. Um, do you do you say anything or do you just start swinging? We're not finished. 
he sort of uh, stumbles back away from you, kind of like throwing up his arms in an attempt to shield himself um, and points, points up at this crystal right next to him. And is like, we have bigger problems right now. Um, you just killed Reagan. You're the biggest problem. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, oh, he's the problem. People get so fussed about when you start killing people. Um, don't worry. The next skill I'm going to feel real good about. In my experience, people actually don't get worked up about it. <laughs> he sort of like points at you, Finn, as if like this guy gets it. Um, okay, that's the other. Here's the issue about the other construct. I don't, I can't imagine how he's going to attack anyone past his other guy who's there. Yeah. However, um, he, because he never actually made it onto the stairs because he was just attacking people next to the stairs, I do think he's going to go charging over toward where Malachi and Redfall are. He can't actually reach you on this turn because I specifically said Redfall was going around to the other side of the crystal, so presumably you did as well. Um, so he'll just dash. So now he's right next to you, Malachi. Bitch. Um, but it's not done anything. Okay. Uh, the crystal, um, continues to Malachi. Now that you're right next to it, you can feel like it's like heat is radiating off this thing. Cold is radiating off it. Electricity, like this, this like headachey feeling. You can feel all of it. Um, I actually am going to ask both uh, Malachi and Finn to give me Arcana checks. Ten. Okay. Malachi has a single track mind after recent events, and he rolled a four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Finn, and Finn, you're not, you're you're too busy thinking about Reagan's dead body on the floor right next to you to be too concerned with the, the crystal, but both of you can still see that it is like, um, this thing is, is very close to shattering, whatever that would do. Um, it is like very nearly there. Um, I do need someone to roll a d6 for me. Three. Wow. That's you, bestie. Ah! Uh, roll, roll a d8, please. So true, bestie. Six. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. Make a now make a dexterity saving throw. Well, even with my advantage, that's only a fourteen. Cool. So you, uh, you see this, this. It doesn't even fly toward you. It just sort of like oozes out of the the cracked crystal and turns uh, indigo. Um, and Malachi, you are restrained as you begin to feel your limbs like locking up. God damn it. You are subject to the restrained condition. Um, okay, uh, that's Nurkrab. He is perched on top of the cracking crystal with his uh, claws poised over the wires, but he looks over at you, Finn, like, you want me to do this? Finn nods grimly. <laughs> okay. Um, Andy, would you kindly make a, what, whatever Nurkrab is better at, I would allow him to just go at this with athletics, or I'd allow him to make an arcana check. A matter of kind of like finding the right spot to cut versus like just going at it with brute strength. Make an argument for what you'd like to roll. Uh, the only thing he doesn't have a negative modifier to is dexterity. So uh -huh. maybe it's about nimbly working his claws around and getting to the spot. Hmm, like a sleight of hand check? No. Yeah, sure, I'd allow that. Alright. Thirteen. Okay. Um Nurkrab, 
Um, He's killed instantly. <laughs> Nurkrab uh, raises his little claws. Malachi, you you feel yourself start start freezing up. Um, Finn and Alden are still up up on the balcony with Reagan's. I have Reagan's body. Finn is kneeling in front of Reagan, cradling his body, going, Don't you fret, Monsieur Reagan. You don't feel any pain. Wait, why are you the one singing that part? That's my Because I don't know the words to Marius's part, okay? <laughs> um, you, you all watch, and it's like this... It's like this frozen moment where all eyes go to the crab perched on top of the crystal with his claws extended. He maneuvers it right into the middle of the wires to a relatively thin one, but one that is just so happens to be tethered to a part where one of the largest cracks in the crystal starts. Um, Redfall starts to go, no, as Nurkrab snips. Nurkrab! And the crystal shatters. The the shards of glass go flying everywhere. Um, you see, for a split second, um, we'll give it a full second. For a full second, um, you see this sorceress just suspended in midair, surrounded by the the sickly orange color of her magic, which has you you can now see has burst from her veins, um, just like exploding out of her in every direction. For a second, she just hangs there perfectly still. And then she also explodes in this this burst of light. Um, it's a little bit hard to tell exactly what happens. There's the giant burst of light. You see Retfall raise his hand um, and you all feel yourselves get blasted back, but not necessarily as far as you'd expect to be blasted back. Um, I need everybody to make me uh, dexterity saving throws. And I'm also gonna ask both Finn and Alden to make uh, strength saving throws to hold on to Reagan. 19 save. Can it aid my strength saving throw that my tentacle is also there with us, also holding on to Reagan's body? I, I don't want your tentacle holding on to me. Uh, the I will factor in the fact that the tentacle is holding on uh, to the body, I, but it doesn't give you advantage or anything. I don't want it to be holding me. Uh, 17 on the deck save and 9 on the strength. Cool. So, Finn, you... You managed to grab onto the the balcony yourself um, and then like spin around to, to try and grab Reagan because what you being a little bit further from the center of this explosion, you're not sure how, but all of a sudden there's open open sky, not open sea, open sky, where there was a wall a second ago. Um, you you notice this just in time to like grab onto the balcony railing yourself and to to try and grab Reagan, but you only just managed to like grab like some of the, the like fabric of his pants no. before he slips through your fingers. Um, Fortunately, Alden next to you also grabs the railing and then with his other arm manages to nice. grab Reagan's arm and just like hold on to him. <sighs> um you you see below you, Finn, um, one of the constructs, the one that was still on the floor, gets like basically blown 
under under the balcony and off into the sky somehow. You still don't understand how there's sky there yet. Um, but you just know that there is like a tremendous wind and you are holding on to this, the railing of this balcony for dear life. Um, Malachi, you're right next to the crystal. You watch it explode and you sort of brace yourself to get hit with some sort of magical force. Um, you take a few stumbling steps backward, impeded by the the uh, stiffness in your muscles, but manage to keep your footing. Um, I have a low center of gravity. As you see that rather than rather than blowing out this orange magic kind of collapses in on itself and then all of a sudden, you are outside and there is a feeling of falling. Um, there's a kind of a few seconds where nothing happens. And then you realize that somehow the, the entire bridge of the drill is no longer underwater. You are just, just the floor, not the walls. Um, just the floor and you guys uh, are in the sky falling. Um, all of you, as if this thing has become, the platform is falling. Like when an ele the feeling of an elevator dropping, you know. Um, but everyone except for that one construct manages to stay on. Um, okay. Um, and Dr. Redfall is still like standing, standing next to Malachi. He also manages to keep his feet and is just like staring up at the, the space where the crystal was. Um, Finn, that's your turn. <laughs> so is this part of the plan? No, obviously not. Malachi has kind of like a manic glint in his eye. <laughs> uh, so by looking around, can I tell how high up are we and what are we falling towards? Also, is it daytime or nighttime? Um, I don't, what time was it when you guys went to no the drill? Idea. Like late afternoon, right? Yeah, so it's like, it's... It's sunset. It's like a beautiful, um, the the sky is orange. Um, Finn, you sort of pull, pull yourself to your feet using this railing and look around. Um, make a, make a perception check for me, just for free. 15. Okay. You notice that you are up very high, like probably hundreds of feet. Um, there were like clouds around you. Um, it's going to take a few rounds before you hit what, as you look down and see is the sea below you. Um, and you also spot um, an island or possibly a collection of islands kind of not not too far away, maybe like 500, 600 feet um, in a direction. You've got no idea if it's north, south, east, what um, from you. I can see the sunset. I know what the directions oh, are. Oh, you're right. You can just establish sunset. Okay. So uh, to the west of you, where the sun is setting, um, you can see this this collection of islands and you, you see it enough to register that it looks familiar, but not enough to place what the hell you're looking at. And the platform is just dropping. Can I tell if we just teleported directly up or if we're in a new location or can I not say? No, it looks like you're in a new location. You can oh. tell just from like the, the geography of the ocean and you know that you'd be able to see Marquand like right next to you. You can tell that you're, you're somewhere else. Okay. All right. So Finn sort of scrambles to his feet and is looking around just very uh, temporarily stunned by what has just happened. And he looks around, he's getting his bearings, he's like, where are we? What the, what the hell? What? And then he looks at Reagan's body and he's like, oh my God, right. 
Oh, oh, and he looks back at Redfall. You, you, what the fuck? I mean, you, 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 you can't, you can't do that. You don't, you don't get to do that. Do you understand me? You are nothing. All right. Yeah. You don't get to kill him. And I'm going to cast fear on Retval. Oh my God. Okay. As my eyes glow black and I don't have my form of the lurker, but I start to sort of You're resemble the is, form Finn. of the lurker. There's like phantom tentacles writhing behind me and a massive spectral jaw over my head and eyes that pierce directly into Retval's soul. Okay. Um, this is a whiz save. Yeah, whiz save. Okay. As Finn growls down, how dare you? Um, he gets a 16. That's nothing! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, you see that he, uh, he stumbles back as Finn, in order to catch him in this cone, you have to, like, maneuver to the stairs and take a couple steps down it. And so you start to come down these stairs um, as the wind is whipping around you, as the the smell of the sea is uh, surrounding all of you. Um, Finn taking on these manifestations of the Lurker's power. And you see that... Uh, in in Retval's eyes, he looks even more terrifying, as if the lurker himself is somehow here and bearing down on him. Um, Retval turns his attention away from away from the crystal and away from Malachi, and is just like staring up at Finn. Uh, and so he is not only frightened, but because it's frightened from fear, he has to take the dash action to run away from me every turn. Yeah. However. It does say safely, so I don't think I can compel him to run off the edge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Damn. Well, yeah, there goes his turn. Um, yeah, great. You don't get to play anymore. Yeah. Now we have Retval as Jamie Lee, and Malachi's about to be Mike Myers. <laughs> Um, and can I say that before I start moving down the stairs, I take one of the little amber spell component beads that I got from Shiloh, uh, and I tuck it into Reagan's corpse's mouth, (laughs) just so it's there, just so we avoid (laughs) any sort of, like, having to toss it across the platform situation. (laughs) I have to pluck it out of his dead mouth. (laughs) The chocolate coating helps it go down easier. And I, and I say to Alden, Malachi will need that okay. to bring him back, okay? Yes. Was that my bonus action to do that? Nah, that's fine. Object interaction. Okay, and then tell me if I can do this, because we've always been a little fuzzy on the uh, tangibility of my tentacle. Can I have my tentacle, like, get a firm grip on Reagan and just hold him tight to make sure that body's not going to fly off? Yeah, because you've got, like, the protective tentacle ability. So I will say this sort of falls under that. It just is wow. sort of there, like, wrapped wrapped around his other arm. Reinforcing Alden's grip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got a chunk of rock in my mouth, and I'm being hugged by a tentacle. <laughs> Normally, when these two things are happening, it's in a very different context. <laughs> Listen, sometimes things just get weird on my black. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I do that, and I'm just glaring at Retval. And he's hearing echoing voices in his head go, You're nothing. Food for the fish. You're garbage. You've never achieved a thing in your life. You're nothing. You're doomed. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. You trespass too far. Yeah. 
Finn, as you're casting this spell and as the the magic of the spell, you feel the magic of the spell shaping itself to what will be effective. And it goes from kind of like, from your nothing shifts into like, you've done nothing. You've accomplished nothing. It's all, it will all be destroyed. It will all fade away. It's, it, it won't last. It wasn't enough. It was all for nothing. Um, just sort of riffling through his brain. Um, he, it's his turn. He, he does not cast a spell. He takes the dash action, runs. I attack. Okay. Yeah, no, you do get an opportunity to attack. 19. Yep, hits. All right. Um, when Finn scares Retval and Retval has to run away like a little piss baby, Malachi does hit him for 45 damage. Oh my god. That- Yes, I did use a third level Divine Smite on this. Mm. Hmm. Uh-oh. Run, run, run. Malachi, would you like to describe how you kill him? He had 20, 21 hit points left, 45 <laughs> halves to 22. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, Finn cast this spell on Retval, and Malachi hears Finn's voice echoing behind him, and he sees just, like, this sheer terror come into Retval's eyes, and Retval turns to run, and Malachi, even though he's starting to feel the effects of this magic that's just hit him, he manages to rear his axe back, and he swings it around so that it goes right around and hits Retfall right in the center of his gut and takes him down to the floor. And Malachi stands there for like a split second just looking at him, and he is dragging Retfall by his axe in the stomach. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and then he takes it out, grabs Retfall's arm, and drags him up the stairs to where... Finn, Alden. Yeah, he's like he's like choking on blood here. Like there's there's nothing and his his eyes are still like wide with terror of from Finn's spell, which is still in effect. Keep your eyes open. Nothing, nothing, all for not a fool, a sham. You're gonna look at this. Malachi drags him up the stairs and drops him down right next to Reagan's body. And Malachi reaches into Reagan's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> And here's the crazy thing. Finn didn't say anything about that. (laughs) Malachi just did that on instinct. And he looks down and he says, I know you're a wizard, so you can't do this sort of shit, but here's the thing. I can cast Revivify. And I pull out one of the pearls. I can't cast Revivify yet, but I tell him that I'm going to. Um, he... The thing is, he's a, the man already, his, his intestines are spilling out. His eyes are dilated with this supernatural fear of the, the undersea terror. But you still see, you see it register. And I think you, you, you know Malachi, like he knows, he knows what Revivify is, even though he's a wizard and can't cast it. And he... You don't know if he knows that you had it and just wanted to make sure that he got to kill Reagan first or if this is a genuine surprise, but it's certainly not. He knows he's lost. You can see that, like, there deep is a man who is lost so badly. And Finn is making sure he knows it. 
everything that he thought he had control of. And this is just one more thing. Your name will be forgotten by tomorrow. You will live on in no way. Um, and then I turn to Alden and I, I'm like, all yours. Alden, uh, he like raises an eyebrow at you, Malachi. He's still got this like this death grip with his right hand on Reagan's arm. Um, he just like he grabs the dagger out of his boot, kind of like flips it over in his hand, reaches over Reagan to just draw it pretty slowly across Retval's throat. Uh, sorry, involuntary. And the the blood splatters out as this pool of blood from the wound in his gut is already soaking into the metal. Um, you see as, as Alden's blade kind of reaches the end of his neck, the light goes out of Dr. Redfall's eyes forever. And we're still falling. <laughs> the construct um, on the stairs the light also leaves its eyes at the same time. It was already, by this point, had taken quite a lot of damage, was pretty bloodied. Um, you see its head kind of like tips down, and as it's no longer working to actively keep itself on the platform, it just poof, blows off, sort of topples, <laughs> topples off the side, because the stairs were right next to a wall, so it just like topples over the side, um, presumably to splash in the ocean far below. Um, you see, you are now left, the three of you and... Uh, Reagan's body and a platform that is still plummeting toward the ocean far below. Um, I have a question. Yes. Is Nurkrab okay? <laughs> <laughs> is he still hanging on? Listen, Andy, I gotta say, I think there's maybe no way Nurkrab was okay. He had to, like, I don't even know where he would have landed. He's so small. We see, like, the tiniest pinprick in the distance. Yeah, may like, maybe. You've got your bond with him. Maybe you could tell he, like, fell into the ocean far below and is waiting down there for you. But he definitely got blown off the platform. You know, a worthy sacrifice. Uh, but he didn't get exploded. He didn't get exploded. There was no, like, yeah, yeah. He's a crap. It didn't explode properly. It just teleported. <laughs> um, he's yeah, yeah. He's he's in the wind. Uh. But as you think that Finn, and as you sort of like look up to see if Nurkrab is around, um, you do happen to catch a flicker of movement from the islands, um, and it's as you look at them that you it finally clicks. A crescent-shaped island, sort of like a croissant, a couple of other islands, and what really cinches it is the full-sized silver dragon taking off from the islands nope. and beginning to fly in your direction. Um, Reagan, it's your turn. Um, you are at the wheel of this ship, um, continuing to to sail forward. It's 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 a perfect day for sailing. There's there's wind exactly right. The waves are exactly right. There's the the perfect temperature with just a little bit of a cool breeze. Um you're the captain of this ship. You you know that it would go wherever you want it to, but it's a little bit hard to nowhere the sea around you feels feels empty there's just the, but there's there's this storm building in the distance and you you start to move toward it but as you do you're sort of feeling 
feeling like there's there's something unfinished that you know you can remember somewhere in the in the back of your mind like trying to remember a dream and it it almost feels like there's you you look down at, at your hands on the wheel because it almost feels like there's somebody else's hand grabbing your arm and maybe maybe a hand on your shoulder and maybe maybe someone putting like a, a bead or a rock or something in your mouth <laughs> and then giving your mouth a loving little pat these phantom sensations just barely keeping you tethered i say out loud i know you're here and i turn around expecting to see heartmark you turn around you turn around and you see nothing. And there's this moment of, oh, I, I guess not. But then you hear a voice above you go like, yeah, the view's a lot better from up here. And you glance up to see Hartmark in the crow's nest, uh, kind of forearms, forearms resting on the edge of it, looking down at you with that oh so familiar cocky grin. I think I have to let you go. Oh. He does the, like, feigned, feigned look of pain and hand kind of clapped to his heart. And he's like, Ugh. I always knew you were a heartbreaker, Starkweather. Oh, fuck off. No, I... <laughs> yeah, I think. It's not what I expected it would be like. You know? Is it always like this? Ah. Uh... Well, there's like, there's other stuff. There's places you sail to. Um, you're just sort of in the in-between point where there's kind of, you know, where it's still possible someone could call you back. Yeah. They're going to. Yeah, I figured. Thought I'd come say hi while I had the chance. Knew you would. So, I guess this is it. For now. There's always the, uh... The next time. You know, eventuality, yeah, next, next time. Oh god, don't make there be a lot of Ugh. next times though, alright? I can't imagine it feels good to go back and forth. Knowing me, I swear. Yeah, but I'll see you around. I know now. I know it wasn't my fault. Of course not. Never was my fault. And I'm still sorry, but... I can't carry that anymore. And I... I can't carry you. Ugh. I'm a wisp on the wind now. I don't need carrying. I loved you. Yeah, I loved you too. Still do. Always will. And I turn my eyes back to the horizon. Reagan, you turn your eyes back to the horizon and you see in front of you a sunset and you start to feel a pull at your feet. And I think that's where we'll end our session. Ah, oh, Hannah! <laughs> I was building up my own tears. All right, but the funniest thing now would be for us to not remove the fire. <laughs> A minute continues to tick by. Heartmark's like, yikes. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. My watch is fast. Very <laughs> slow, I guess. Cool. Awesome. Oh, my God. Anyways, if you thought I was crying, no, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
Okay, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that, which we most certainly hope you did, uh, you can find us other places on the internet. We are at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can also find us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash shipoffools, where you can, uh, you know, give us money, support our work, um, and get access to lots of fun bonus content, like our Patreon-exclusive after show, The Mud Bath, where we discuss the events of the episode. Guessing this is one of those where we're going to have uh, a lot of things to discuss. Um, so you can you can meet us over there at patreon.com slash shipoffools if that's something you'd be interested in. We've got a few people we need to thank. Thank you to Theo Golden for our beautiful logo art. You can find him at at tgoldenart on Instagram. Thank you also to Lucas Mangold for our theme music. You can email him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com for all of your music needs. Um, and thank you also to you for listening as we, you know, appreciate that you're here with us for 69 episodes. Um... We will be back with episode 70 on May 16th, and until then, we will see you on the open seas. Bye! You can tell that you're you're somewhere else. Wow, just like Jenna's rat. <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke for only me. <laughs> Sick reference. Wow, you pulled a real Gregory Berry cone right there. <laughs> no, actually, no. I've told this story before. When she was younger, Jenna had a giant stuffed rat, and she named it somewhere else. <laughs> this guy thinks he's Steve Pineapple. <laughs> Who are these people?